I'm going to count three, two, one, and we're going to clap together, okay? Here we go. Three, two, one. Wow. Wow. Ella, that was very sabotaging. That was magnificent. You 17 times. Billy. <laughs> okay. Are we going to clap together? We went like to do yeah. one single clap. Okay, this is, this is for the podcast. Oh, wait, let's not, do it again. Let's do it again. This is for the podcast, not for the NHS, okay? So just yeah. one clap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. On three, one clap. One, two, three. Wow. They're literally <laughs> clapping in 2022, but let's do this. Okay, here we go, everyone. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the Brits Top Table podcast with MasterCard. The podcast where Sideman and I take a break from our daily routine of being funny and doing the Busset Challenge for likes to sit down with some of the biggest names in music and showbiz. Uh, I don't do the Busset Challenge for likes. I do it for the comments. Uh, the rest is pretty accurate, though. Uh, it's just two guys chatting to our favourite celebs about the biggest night in British entertainment, the Brits. Yes. Now, obviously, the Brits, we discussed it in depth on the last episode. It was the morning after. And you said something to me that I completely forgot to pick up. Yes. That shook me to my very core. Go. Now, in our VIP box with uh, Alton John, Heady One, uh, Dua Lipa, we were given 14 pizzas, as you'd expect. You know, that's the kind of A-list treatment we expect. Yes. And you said that you hate pizza. Yeah. Which I think is a crime. Pizza is for children. Like, right. yeah, like let's let's be adults. Like, you can't be out here paying council tax and then eating pizza at the same time. What do you mean? Pizza is for the unprepared. It is for the unlearned. It is for the base. It is. Do you know what I mean? It's just. It's just. It's just bottom feeder food. Do you know what I mean? Right now, <laughs> now that you've said that, we're going to get into that because we've got three guests today who have a very deep and intricate relationship with food. I'm pretty <laughs> sure at some point today they may have even eaten. So we're going to strike whilst the iron is hot and introduce today's guest. Joining us is a lady with all the rhythm of Beyonce during a 2018 Coachella performance. Her signature chicken shop dates have racked up nearly over 100 million views featuring the likes of Hedy One, H, Dave and AJ Tracy. Apparently, she also had a date with Jay-Z, uh, but things couldn't work out. He had commitment issues and refused to put a wing on it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Amelia de Moldenberg. Hey! Hey, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I love the Beyonce comparison. I was like, oh, is it going to be Ella? But sorry, straight, Ella, Straight from me. the heart. Straight from the heart. <laughs> yeah. I'd actually say you edge her a little bit, but we can discuss yeah. that. Um, and we are joined also by a collab team who just want to go home together. Uh, one of them rose to fame on the X Factor, whilst the other trainers a professional footballer, and both have had UK number one albums. It's Tom Grennan and Ella Henderson. What's going on? Hello, Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. So this is the aftershock wave of the Brits. So we're going to be discussing the Brits, but also everything incredible you're doing as well. So the big question really is, Ellen, what would bring you more vindication? Going back in time and winning X Factor when, you know, so many people thought you would have or winning the Brits now? Oh, no, winning the Brits. Mm. I'm... I'm See, grateful I, I, for not winning X Factor. I'd have had to have sang a song for like a year and a bit and promote it without <laughs> like doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I think everything happens for a reason. And with me, yes. like that whole journey and everything, like I think I came off at the right time. I was only 16. So I think coming off mm-hmm. of that show halfway through was great. It gave me time to just like go into artist development phase. Your rendition of Share on the X Factor is like one of my favourite mm. ever covers ever well actually it's funny you mentioned that amelia because i was going to say this 
uh, Ella, you've got this incredible ability to to basically recreate several voices really accurately. I saw on Instagram you did you've done Shakira, you you've done Cher. I was curious. Imagine we're at the Brits, right? And uh, someone rushes backstage and they're like, oh my God, so-and-so's dropped out. They can't do their performance. We're going to dim the lights and we need you, Ella, to do a voice that will convince everyone it is this person. Who would you put money on being able to get voice for voice? I think Yashikira is pretty good. There's no way I could convince anyone. Um, I reckon there'd be something halfway through where they'd be like, huh? Um, <laughs> but, but what's in your repertoire? Is, probably my best is Shakira or Shakira and Cher because they're, they're quite similar, actually, the similar tone um, mm-hmm. of, of what I do in my voice. But yeah, probably one of those. As Have long you as tried I was, like, any side stage with a microphone. Um, I've tried a bit of Britney. We did a I've bit of that, MJ yeah. in the studio. Um, Susan Boyle, we gave a go at one point. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I think most um, of the time when I sing, it's very Susan Boyle in the shower. I think that's <laughs> it's one long Susan Boyle parody. Have you had a go at doing uh, Tom's voice before? <laughs> no, I ha- in fact, no. But when I'm around you, Tom, I always sing a little bit of love, don't I? And I, I yeah. pretend like I always sing it like She does it well. She does it better than I do it. <laughs> Tom, in your uh, kitchen, you seem to do like a lot of acapella stuff. Mm. is there a certain way you prepare for that raspiness like you know is that do you never clear your throat sort of thing yeah nah man <laughs> I don't I don't really know it just comes out um mm. I feel like it was it was years of of smoking and drinking um mm. that has maybe done that's what it. I need to do but. What a message for the kids. If you want to make it. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But no, nah, I, don't, I don't smoke or drink anymore. But it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, maybe it's that. I don't know. Is it the hay fever? It's the hay <laughs> fever. Honestly, I'm getting beaten the hell up right now by hay Even fever. Even just seeing and Amelia's calendar. I've got a flowery jump on as well. It's like, I was just going to say, yeah, you're literally covered in flowers. I know. <laughs> Expanding on the violence the against you. But yeah, nah, it's that. It's definitely that concrete being chopped against granite type voice. Mm. Like it's that Scarlett Johansson type of, you Ooh. know, graveliness. Yeah, nah, I, I, yeah. I, it's definitely a nice tone. And I noticed in, I, I was watching your music videos and just the level of performance that, that you give to when you're doing those performance shots where you're mm. saying your lines. In the moment, does that come naturally to you in that moment? Or yeah. is it something where you have to put on? Uh, no, nah, I'm cool. I, li- I like like acting as well. Like I, I went I went to uni and did and did acting. And um, mm. when I'm in a video and doing a video, I always kind of love that kind of side where, where you can do a bit of acting and, and just... I don't know, express yourself in a different way. And that's that's what I did and that's what I do. So yeah, I do love it. Now, speak, Tom's speak, so good with videos. And, mm. and that's what I was going to ask you to, yeah. because obviously you guys have this song together and in the song, you get quite close mm. and you look at each other quite lovingly. How <laughs> It was funny though, wasn't it? That's else? what I was going to ask. <laughs> how difficult is that to do with the big, massive camera crew and camera that we can't see as the audience? Well, I tell you what the toughest thing was, and sorry for saying it, Tom, but I've said it before, is he had a load of Nando's garlic bread before we shot oh, that scene. Oh, my oh. God. So, no, but we had, do you I know what? stunk of garlic, didn't I? <laughs> you know Tom's so good at, like, getting into the zone, and it, I think it took me, like, a few rounds of, like, just stuck, because we did burst out laughing at the end of every shot, because, like, when mm. the lights go out, we had to lean into each other as if we'd gone in for the kill, but um, half time was just headbutting each other's shoulders in the dark. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was funny. Like, and I think when you're doing it with your mate and you're just kind of mm. stupid around them anyway, we had a lot of fun that day. Yeah. And did, just being you, back in a pub, man, it felt so good. It was, it did, was so good. Did you have fans <laughs> trying to ship you guys after that? Cause it, lo- it looks, it looks little, so like cute in the video. Yeah. Loads yeah. of people would ask, innit? 
but we'd be mm. like, nah. Even my mum was man. like convinced something was going on at one point. I know, so was mine. My mum was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, hey, mum, relax. <laughs> so funny. Ella, do you take offence to that? Why is his mum asking, what are, you, what are you doing? Like, what do you no, I mean, like? as in like, you better be treating her well. <laughs> This sounds way more intimate than my dates, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Amelia, have you been on uh, one of the, your chicken shop dates and sort of been, you know, going with the flow and you've been like, I'm actually getting the impression that so-and-so actually is really into this and is treating this as a proper date? Because it's it's sort of partway between a real interview and then there's sort of a bit of flirtatious sort of comedy flown in. Um, yeah. But do you ever feel do you, like... Yeah. Do, you, do you mean apart from yours... Hey, listen, I was just, you know, that was all in character. So I was, you know. Me and Amelia have had a chicken shop date that wasn't filmed. It was in some random city and I can't remember why I was there. And Maybe I it was, was the Mobos. I think it was the Mobos. It was, it was the Mobos. And yeah. then I was in, I was in a shop and then I don't know if you walked in or I walked in and we were just sitting there having a conversation and I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm being interviewed right now. <laughs> Hmm. Yes, that was a very memorable memorable. If there were no time. chicken nuggets, oh. it wasn't a date, I tell you that now. I know, yeah. But no, I feel like, yes, I think that um, every time I'm there in the chicken shop, I do hope for the best. Mm. But um, usually it doesn't uh, go to plan, really. Plan out. Uh, yeah, it ends up with with us, with, with nothing, really. Parting ways. Only speaking through the managers. Well, the, <laughs> last date, the last date I went on, I did smell him. Um, I respect that. So was that, that slow time? Does that count? Was that slow time? No, it actually hasn't come out yet. Um, oh, it's fine. A new date, but yeah, he he did smell good. I was going to say, was you smelling him because he smelt bad, or was it? A no, nice he smelled smell? good. Well, he won. Yeah, he smelled good. Yeah. On a side note, everyone, does is everyone aware of slow tie? Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. The reason I'm asking is because I wondered. Well, he posted a picture of his bum on Instagram the other day and basically broke the internet because of how peachy it was. And then someone reported it and I just, I, I don't know. know, just wanted to take a moment to uh, to have justice for Slow Tie's peachy bum. I, I love a peachy bum. I think that's very underrated. It is guys. very underrated. You didn't bring it up on the date though, so I feel like that's your loss there. I know, I didn't know about the bum and I wish I did actually in hindsight. Hey, very good in hindsight, in, in the rear view. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Ella and Tom, sorry, you mentioned a minute ago that the video was uh, a lot easier to do because, you know, you knew each other, you were mates and stuff. You know, you've got like a good rapport there. What What's the process like of, um, you know, finding friends in music? Because I can imagine like there's a lot of egos floating around. You never quite know um, what someone's going to be like. How, how, you know, how did you two meet and how did you hit it off? Yeah, well, we met, I mean, Tom and I met, I think the best relationships in this industry and in, in life anyway, are just the ones that are formed organically, right? So mm. we met, I mean, I was genuinely a fan of um, when he brought out Found What I've Been Looking For. Mm-hmm. And I think I followed, we followed each other on Instagram, didn't we, Tom? And then yeah. you invited me down to your album launch years ago when I came down and we met there for the very first time outside of wherever the venue was. And me and you were just yeah. chatting away. I was and stuff. buzzing. And that's I was like, only... oh, my days, it's Ella Henderson. <laughs> that's ledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think from that, we never really physically hung out since then. We've always just kind of like seen it. Like I've watched him progress and like just become what he is now. And mm. I think when it came to releasing Let's Go Home Together, I was in a position where I was like, this 
needs to have a Jack the Lad on it, someone that's covered in crappy tattoos, someone that I really get along with. Um, and there he is, Tommy G. And, and I, honestly, I couldn't have wanted to have done this record with anyone else. It's been so much fun and he's made it so much fun. Even like when we did our first TV performance together in the dressing room, mm. like we're just stupid together and we do warm ups together. And yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice yeah, to it's feel like I've got a mate. It's blossomed into a wicked like friendship as well. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I feel we're like going on a skiing holiday now, aren't we? A, Are you 100%, really? Yeah. Wow. Have you ever I, been skiing? We you haven't actually booked it yet, but we, we're going on one. I, I never understand when people go to a colder climate on purpose. Oh, hey, like it's you, you not, baffling I, to it's me. better than a summer holiday, man. Trust. Listen, I'm just planning on sitting at the top of a mountain drinking like mulled wine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask, uh, you know, Tom, especially yourself, because I was mentioning earlier with your music video, just the energy that you give it in your performances. Um, what's your favourite performance that's inspired you? Uh, what, it's like somebody else's performance? Yeah. Maybe you uh, were inspired by your own performance. I don't know yeah. if you want to be that arrogant, but, you know, feel free. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, I don't really know, man. I don't, like, to be honest with you, like... I did a lot of theatre when I was when I was younger, so like I would watch a lot of theatre, and that would inspire me to kind of oh. be that kind of I don't know. It's that release, isn't it? Tom, you mentioned theatre. Yeah, I always think that uh, you know musical genius starts very young. Can everyone remember their first ever debut in a school musical and what role they played, and how it's panned out now in your you know illustrious music and entertainment careers? Can everyone remember what theirs was? Yeah, I did the wedding singer. <laughs> At no what? Was that a school play? That was a school play, yeah. The wedding That's so scene. cool. Yeah, it was ledged to be fair. And what did you do in that? Uh, I was just like one of the, I wasn't like a main role, I was just kind of like an extra. <laughs> mm. Someone who'd run in and run out. But um Little it did was they wicked. know. Little did they know, man. It was <laughs> it was good though. Uh, Ella, how about you? So mine's quite funny. Um we did a show. Can I, has anyone seen the film Little Shop of Horrors? Can you remember that yeah. film? I, yes. With Steve Martin in it. We mm -hmm. did a musical of that at school, but like three weeks before the show and I had like the leading role, I broke my ankle so I couldn't do the whole show. So I had to stand side stage. Someone did the show and I sang all the parts. No. No way. No way. It's mad. That yeah. is nuts. What, were they lip syncing? Yeah, it was just like, because they wanted to <laughs> let me sing it. And I was like, no, just let the other girl do it all. This is weird. But yeah, I stood <laughs> side stage with my crutches and was like, all right, I'll do it. That is nuts. Did she and get she the clout from it? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even get to bow at the end. Just a that little is... sideway from the wing. I'm now doubting every Shakira performance I've ever watched, thinking, <laughs> off stage. Ah, it's actually me. <laughs> with an ankle crutch on. Uh, how about you, Amelia? I was, um, I think the first thing I ever did, I was Mary in the Nativity. So oh, okay. quite, quite, yeah. Leading lady role there. Yeah, leading lady. I don't remember any of it. I don't know whether <laughs> it's because I black, blacked out or because I was five. But it's either or. <laughs> I'm going to go Speed. with the five one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Amelia, Tom and Ella. We've talked a lot about food. We've, we've heard some pretty controversial opinions raised, even at the start of the podcast, about pizza. Yeah, now, I can't handle that comment. Amelia, you deal in the currency of chicken nuggets. Yeah. Um, Ella Henderson. Hen Henderson's obviously a well-established form of relish, I'm sure. Henderson's <laughs> relish. Uh, Tom is. Grennan. Um, not sure what the link is to food. Didn't go that far into my planning. But <laughs> I'm sure we all have a relationship with food. So we've devised a game called the Master Plate. Yes. 
And what it is, is I've researched, well, Sideman and I have gone through the internet and found four of the most controversial food opinions mm -hmm. that divide people across the world. And we're going to ask you to find out what, what kind of people are in front of us. Yes. So, Sideman, you take the first Depending one. Depending on what said, we might just lock this whole call off. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese should be eaten with A, <clears throat> a knife and fork, or B, a spoon. Oh. Knife and fork. No. no absolutely not. Um, mac and cheese will slip off a spoon. Can I be honest? It's whatever cutlery is there. I just want to eat the mac and cheese. <laughs> yep. I respect that. I I've think a spoon, fork. though. I, I think I disagree with you, though, you know, Mon. Why? Yeah, definitely, I mean, if it's I definitely a fork. Yeah, I definitely off. had mac and cheese with steak yesterday and I ate it with a fork. But if I, I now I'm thinking about it, I wish I'd have asked for a spoon. It would have exactly. been a lot easier. It would have been a lot easier because you don't want to get your prongs through these little tubes of pasta. If you've got the spoon, you can just scoop it up. And you lot saying it's slippery. No. I'm not eating it with a spoon covered in Vaseline. Bro. You know, it's like a metal <laughs> <spoon>. <laughs> e e e Eating mac and cheese with a spoon is childish. E everything's childish yeah. to you. You're going to tell me the breathing's fork, childish. The fork to allows you to like get the cheese and like yeah. play with the cheese and there's a whole thing that goes on with mac and cheese it's like you know it's a texture yeah. thing you can you put know, each tube on each prong yeah do you know how young <laughs> that is surely more childish <laughs> no no that's quite that's quite adult that's quite mature no, <laughs> that, that makes sense I, I can't Very think sophisticated I, I feel like eat, um, having anything other than soup with a spoon is just super duper young you have to have a spoon though when you've got spaghetti I like to twist do you do that to twist the fork with the spaghetti on the spoon uh what? I know what you I mean, but I think that's... I cut up my spaghetti. That's childish. Now, that is childish. Yeah, yeah, that's, childish that's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but that's, it's less mess. What, mm. just to make penne? <laughs> yeah. that, that is literally playing with your food. Pizza should be eaten. A. None at all. Sorry, my uh, bad. That's Go what I was going to say. It doesn't apply to Sideman. High and mighty. Uh, pizza should be eaten. A. With a knife and fork. B. Folded into a wallet. Or C. With your hands. Now, when um, I say the wallet thing, I'm not saying put it in um, your actual wallet and save it for later. I'm talking about having the pizza, folding it in so all the fillings contained and then having it like a sandwich almost. Never heard calzoni, of Calzoni, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, yes. that's a dish in itself. But um, you can make your I own calzoni. With your hands. With your hands. Definitely not. If, if I went on a date and a guy sat with a knife and fork to eat a pizza, I'd get up and leave. <laughs> right, well, we were yeah. never going on a date then because that is what I do. And really? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Ella. If I've ordered a pizza with artichoke on, they're going to put a massive slab of artichoke. <laughs> now, there's a complete risk of who that just that, falling. Sorry. Who does that, Who orders a pizza with artichoke on it? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> to be fair, I've had it on pizza and it's great, but... <laughs> but this is the thing. When they cut your pizza, there's always a bit of the filling that is half on, half off. And when you lift the pizza, it falls off, doesn't it? I find it funny. Yeah, no, but that's when you kind of like cup the pizza and bend it round. So you just... put it into a wallet. You have a pizza wallet. Uh, I think I'll... you need to yeah, cut out the of. artichoke. Yeah. Let's just get rid of the artichoke. No, I find it funny because Munia made this game to really vindicate himself, but he'd been completely ostracized <laughs> by and everybody. literally we're just like, huh? <laughs> it's like, who is this weird dude? <laughs> what, what you okay, right, the last one. What do you call the end of a loaf of bread? Something to be discarded. Crossed. <laughs> Something to be discarded. Something the, to be discarded. Um, <laughs> the end. The crust. Oh. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The end of a loaf. Yeah, that's so the, the bit. The hard bit. Mm. The hard yeah, bit. The hard bit. <laughs> I call it the knob. So knob. many things. Yeah. Between what you and Amelia said, I've had to let go so much content out of my brain. <laughs> or the doorstop. Um, 
The, I just the call it stuff. the end, but sometimes, depending on what kind of bread it is, sometimes I put that straight I like, in the toaster. I like to toast that and get a bit, bit of marmite. Yeah. Bosh, that's banging. Amelia, what I would you call it? I do like the end. The, e- the, the, end hard bit. Of, uh, the hard bit, the end of the loaf. The end of the road. Um, which, the which, end of the road. <laughs> which makes uh, sense because, Amelia, you do have to go, so we're going to let you do that. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're we weren't I telling you to I, dip like, off. lost the game. It was like, <laughs> you've been evicted. You are the weakest um, link. Good please life. leave. Yeah, I do. I've got to go um, to Cobham. I don't even know where that is. Oh, always link. with the bread puns, aren't you? I oh, know that only works if you that only works if you're northern because we call bread rolls cobs. Never mind, forget oh, it. Oh right, okay. Ha 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 ha. Okay. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye, Bye. Amelia. Bye. 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 Uh, right, guys. We've got. Have you got kazoo's with you? Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. All right then. Well then, I suppose it's time to play guess kazoo. <laughs> Yes, Guess Kazoo is the game where you guys are going to um, use your kazoo and your natural singing ability, your natural understanding of rhythm and tone uh, to play some songs through the kazoo to us where me and Munya are going to guess which songs you're playing. Everything sounds wrong. I feel like this should be so obvious. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, uh, what's the name of the song? Uh, give me the first letter of the don't song. Don't show up, don't go out. Okay, cool, I'm taking the point for that. That was good, that was good. That's annoying. The chorus got me. All right, go on, Tom. Uh, <laughs> is that fart by Tom? <laughs> yeah. God. All right, cool. This is a tune at the moment that's going round, mm. round and round in my head. If I can get it. Oh, yeah, body, 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 body. Yeah. That yeah. was body. Russ and Teal Wayne. What I'm a very, tune. Wait, try, I'm, Tom, I'm, do it again so Sideman can I'm hear. Very, no, I heard it. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let that. I'm going to let it, the song play out because I want people to hear it. That was yes, genius. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ella, give us one more. I know this. I've been counting stars. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know this song. You're not supposed to give it us. Now we know what it is. I still don't. No, that's not the song. That's not the. Oh, did we get to the chorus yet? Yeah, that was the chorus. Do, do you know this? It's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. Let's go home together. No. <laughs> it's a Tom song, obviously. A little bit of love. I'll give you it. Uh, okay, cool. I'll take the point on that. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. No, no but seriously, Ella, you, your your performance. You're so good on kazoo. It's so f- good on kazoo. I know. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to make this part of my set now. Right. Okay. Let's have one one last one now from you, Tom. This is the decider. Um, it's the decider. Uh, I have no points. <laughs> what tune do I want you to have? Uh, <laughs> 
That sounds familiar. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Did you? <laughs> you know that. Come on. Do you know what it is, Ella? <laughs> I don't think I do. No, Ella has to guess this one because we don't know. Let's go. go on. Let's go home together. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. go home together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. I think I what we've learnt here ever putting that in my mouth again. is what, what we've learnt here is, Ella, you might have a grand piano behind you, but I think the real key to unlocking that musical ability yes. is a gold kazoo. Because yes. you were phenomenal. That was Guess Kazoo. kazoo. <laughs> well then, everyone, we're just going to um, end off on a couple of little questions before we set you free into the world. Um, now, let's go home together. We've spoken about the song, we've spoken about the video, it's set in a pub. Now, if you did go home with someone what is the what's the strangest thing in your house that you would struggle to explain to the person you're bringing home so for example when Amelia was on the podcast I know that she has a, a cushion or a pillow the shape of a giant chicken nugget which if you brought someone unexpectedly home you'd be like uh, I don't know how why I have this do you guys have anything like that um, I've got I don't this. know if I have anything weird I've got this, and if you came into my house, you'd be like, what's going on now? Oh, yes, 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 I have one of those. Is that a massage yeah. gun? Yeah, it's a massage yeah. gun. Yeah, it's, it's the best. Where do you use it? <laughs> Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it really does punch up your back, though. Like, it really puts everything into perspective. <laughs> uh, Ella, what about yourself? Do you have anything like a Tom's massage machine gun? I don't know if I've got anything weird. Um I tell you what is funny though. My sofa reclines, but it's one of those sofas where if you used to sit on the edge of it after you've reclined it, the whole sofa tips over. And whenever <laughs> I have had one time where a guy came back and he went, <laughs> I came back from the loo and the whole sofa was on top of oh, him. Oh God. my God. <laughs> Did you take a picture of that? It's like a death trap. No. <laughs> that is definitely a, a filmable moment. Now, um, Tom kind of pretty much answered this earlier when he said this song was uh, on repeat in his head, but I want to know if he wants to change his answer. Um, what song or artist do you guys currently have on repeat? Clearly for, for, for Tom, it's um, Tian Wayne yeah. and Ross. <laughs> yeah, that is the tune right now for me. That's just constantly. English, English, go cool, Fiona. African African girl Adiola. 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 <laughs> Where were you when we were trying to get body to number one? That's the kind of I think he was helping. I think he was helping. I was there, mate. I was streaming the hell out of it, bro. Buddy was number one? Oh, yeah, it was number one. Yeah, yes. Buddy was number oh, one. I was thinking of the remix, right? Um, ah. The. What was it? Would you, Ella, what Tom, Tom, would you have got another remix for Buddy? <laughs> Pardon? Would you have I'd got, have got another... on it, yeah. I'd have got on it. <laughs> have you Amazing. seen the shape of her, Tommy? <laughs> uh, Ella, how about you? Do you know what? I'm loving uh, Justin Bieber's new album. I think it's his best album. I'm going to yes. say it. Justice. I think it's so good. What's your favourite song on there? Uh, I love Hold On. That's probably my favourite song. And there's a song Hold there, off, off My Face, which I love. How do you feel about... It reminds me very much of like... Yeah, it reminds me of like um, Nirvana a little bit. Some of the new songs he's got. It has to be. It has to be Peaches for me. Peaches is a tune. Yeah, Peaches is a tune. Peaches is a tune. Very repeatable. Hello, question. Obviously, yes. um, I was I was having a look at through all the you know different credits of the music you've worked on because you work on other artists' music as well. You know, you do a lot of well, basically on on all facets. When you look yeah. at an artist like Justin Bieber and like. I remember uh, when Baby came out, it was the most disliked Baby. video on YouTube. And obviously now he's almost done a 360. Um, do, like, how easy is it for you to kind of keep checking back in on, a, on an artist 
to see them transform. Obviously, Justin Bieber's gone from being a kid who was really annoying. Then he starts to get a bit sexy with it. Now he's actually, <laughs> people are taking him quite seriously. Do you tend to, do you tend to track people uh, across their careers and always give every artist a chance, as it were? No, definitely. I think like... I think as so, I think as, so, as long as someone's got like the determination and drive and the work ethic, my biggest thing is work ethic. I, mm. like, I've worked with artists before and they come into the room and they just don't want to be there and they're on their phones and they'd rather be on Instagram. And I just mm. think you should give up this as your job and go do a normal day job. Mm. But if if you've got the work ethic and the graft and the raw talent, obviously there, then I think I've got time for anyone. Mm. I'm just absolutely offended by your narration of Justin Bieber's career. Like, say, I love Justin Bieber. Just so you know, I've baby, always loved Justin Bieber. Baby, that's, well, that's when, that when, when, when Justin Bieber first came out. Yeah, I was in school, and my friend was like, "Tom, Tom, I found this. I found this new artist." I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, it's, "He's got the voice of an angel." And then he showed me Baby, and then we were like, "What are you on about?" <laughs> and then it became obviously Justin Bieber. Crazy. crazy. No, Baby less. was a banger from yeah, I heard it. a banger. And I was, was. I was in the hood and it was a banger from <laughs> I heard it. Right, let's be very, very clear. Uh, I, I, I remember the first one I heard from Justin Bieber. Does anyone remember a song called One Less Lonely Girl? Yes. That yeah. is a tune. One Less yes. Lonely Girl. That is a big, big tune. What a voice. Um, Not Bieber. <laughs> you do know after this, I am going to go listen to all the early day Bieber stuff. You have now. to. Have you to. have to. Ella, speaking about... Um, well, going back in time, your song has had a resurgence on TikTok, hasn't it? It's just out of yes, nowhere to start to blow up. Um, can you remember the day that you found out that was happening? Um, I woke up one day and my team was like, there's like 1.2 million shares of ghosts. Do you want to do a TikTok? And I was like, what? Why? But mm. <laughs> what, it's so random. TikTok's, yeah, TikTok's so random as well. Because like, I didn't even understand. There wasn't like a trending video of what to do on that video it's just mm. anyone Being doing used. anything to the song yeah so yeah now now i have to ask like when you are when you've done a song you've put it out you've released it, it it's kind of you know left the first trimester of all of the hype of it and the mm. hoopla is it like done for you because like you you said when they asked you to you said why is it like when is it do you ever like divorce yourself from a song in terms of how much you love it mm. Um, I think it's hard when you've written something because they're all like your little babies. And I think Tom will agree with that. Like when you write, it, like you're close to all your music. But I think you, for me, I always, I have my handful of songs that I think are like, okay, these are my bag of singles and I play them to the label and I get excited about them. And then once I release them and they're out in the universe, I can't do any more. Whenever mm. I go to release a record, I'm like, I've given it 110%. I couldn't have done any more. So whatever happens with it, happens with it. Mm. That's, a, that's a great way to look at it. And, you know, speaking of artists as yourself that have been um, as successful as you have been, what is it like then when it comes to that moment of releasing the new single with the previous having done so well? Is there an anxiety that comes mm. with that? Or do you, like you said, just tell yeah. yourself, I did what I could do, so I'm not going to let myself be discouraged by whatever the numbers say? For sure, like you can't sit and deny we're all human, and I don't. I don't think it matters what you do. You, whenever you go to release anything or you go to do something, and you've had success the first time around, you want success again. We all strive for the same thing. You want to, you want to do better, and yeah. like that's as naturally as a human being, you want to grow and develop. So, 
yeah, of course you do. But, um, I, I think I just, I view success in a different way now. I, you know, I, I, I strive for being in the top 10 and, and having big sales and big records, but in the same token, if you've given it 110 and you couldn't have done any more, um, and you've worn your heart on your sleeve, there's no point in beating yourself up about it. Just get back in the mm. studio and write again. Cause Absolutely. music now as especially, I feel like it belongs to the public. Like they decide so much more than they ever could before of, of how mm. music shared, um, which is kind of cool and exciting. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, you do it for the fans and yeah. they're the ones that are going to buy a ticket to come see your show. 100%. Tom, you, you know, looking at your, just going through back some of the videos of when you got that award for the album, it was a number one album, how happy you were. And, um, you know, it must feel like, oh, I put in all this work and, you know, I've got that gratification. Do you take like a big chill period after that where you go, cool, I'm just going to bask in it now. I'm just going to really enjoy it. Or are you like straight back in? Yeah, I'm straight back in. I'm like... <laughs> I'm straight back in. I've 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 started writing my third now, really? my third album, and like, just constantly just trying to keep my brain working, keep songs going. I feel like right now, like when you're, when I got told I got the number one album, it was kind of like, wow. I feel like the hard work starts now though, to mm. keep that going. I don't want to kind of, I don't want to just have that and then fall off. I kind of want that to be the first <coughs> stepping stone, and then to to more success and and to get and to be a bigger artist I mean yeah I hear you no it makes sense but I think also there's something good to be said about you know taking time just to really think about what you've achieved you know what I mean because sometimes yeah. you know I've had conversations with Sideman where we said the same things but it's like it never does end because there's always something bigger to achieve mm. it's yeah. a Brits and then it's a Grammy and then it's a this and then it's a that I don't know man you guys have done some incredible things and I, I really do hope that you take time out to sometimes just go you know give yourself a little pat slash massage mm. on the back and just go yeah you're massage, doing great yeah. give yourself a massage gone pat on yeah. the back <laughs> uh, guys it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the uh, the podcast thank you so Ella, much. Thank i believe you we've us. got uh, we've got an album from you to look forward to later yes. this year i think you have mm -hmm. hopefully you really? enjoy it hopefully you don't treat it like you treat pizza no 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 never. no never. never tom judging by what you've just said we'll probably have about four albums from you this year knowing your work <laughs> but I, either way listen I up kids that is the work ethic you need in life yeah that and some cigarettes and that booze and for the voice yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. no don't be doing that don't be doing that don't be doing that but anyway hopefully the more music we hear from you two or you know whether separately or together means that perhaps next year we might even see you performing at the Brits and uh, Sideman and I will have the pizzas ready to go once you step into the box so uh, until next time Tom, Ella, Amelia thank you so much for joining us on the podcast uh, I've been Munya I've been Sideman and this is the Brits Top Table Podcast with Mastercard Top Table